Hey, this is Braden from No Bull Sports Guys. Like I said in my last episode, today we're going to recap the Super Bowl and talk about some other interesting things that are happening around the league. So, without further ado, let's talk about Super Bowl 55 or 56. I can't remember which number it is. My bad. <clears throat> and sorry, I'm a little sick right now. We're teaching my daughter how to share. She's one and a half, almost two. And she decided that she wanted to share whatever she had. So here we are. I've got like a cold or something. So anyways, the Super Bowl was entertaining for a little bit. And then it kind of got boring. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. But reason I say it got boring is the Bucks completely dominated from start to finish. We all know Tom Brady won the Super Bowl MVP. And I think it's just because he took... Uh, losing team last season to the Super Bowl this season. Uh, that being said, I think the real MVP should have been the whole entire Bucks defense. They let they basically lived in Patrick Mahomes' backfield the whole entire game and dominated. It was impressive. I couldn't name one specific player that dominated, other than they. It was a joint effort from all of them. I want to say the funniest play that happened was late in the fourth quarter when Winfield gave the peace sign up to Tyreek Hill. A little bit of karma for what happened the first time they met in week six. And that game on week six, the Chiefs dominated them, but only won by three points. It was a surprising game. And I thought it was going to be much more like that this time around. And it wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault. I know some people are going to blame him. But he was making runs. He was making throws. He was doing all that he could possibly do with the short amount of time he had because they were blitzing and they were getting in. He experienced a little bit of what Russ feels every day in Seattle. We'll get to that in in a little bit, what's going on in Seattle. (coughs) He... That being said, he ran, I believe they said the final number was 497 yards to get away from the defense and not get sacked. And he made some unbelievable throws. Like that throw when he's basically going to fall on the floor. He looks like he dove and he launched that ball down. And it literally was right in the hands of the wide receiver and they dropped it. Tyreek Hill had some bad drops. Even Travis Kelsey, who is arguably one of the greatest tight ends, got outshined by none other than Gronkowski. Gronkowski is a stud. I really enjoy watching him play. And it's crazy to think that Gronkowski, not even a year ago, was wrestling with WWE instead of playing football. The same can be said about Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a free agent. Antonio Brown, who also scored a touchdown, was looming about to go to jail. And then you have Leonard Fournette, who had just been released by the Jags, the Jaguars, for people who don't know who the Jags are. And all four of those players scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Who would have thunk that a year ago these four players would be playing together on the Bucks and winning the Super Bowl? Now, what was really impressive is the connections that Gronk and Tom Brady made. They have connected for 14 touchdowns in Super Bowl history, which is a record, which is awesome. They have the most connections between a receiver-quarterback duo, and they really are an amazing duo. It'll be sad when Tom Brady actually does retire and Gronk will be left without Tom Brady because I feel like 
Gronkowski can play for a lot longer. He's only 31. He's still pretty young. Uh, other takeaways from the game was the streaker in the fourth quarter. He was impressive. He was a GOAT, too, in my opinion. <clears throat> now, if he can win the money that he placed the bet on, that's a different story. But as of right now, the place he placed the bet with is not giving him the money. If you don't know what happened with the streaker, there was a guy who placed placed a prop bet that someone would streak in the Super Bowl. He put down $50,000, and it was a plus 750 odds. And he had a buddy distract the guards, and he went streaking on the field during the fourth quarter late in the game. And that was hilarious. I wish I would have watched it. I kind of got bored with the game, and I turned it off. I know I'm going to get flagged for that. I turned it off with, like, three or four minutes left in the third quarter. I just wasn't entertained with it anymore, and I wanted to move on with my life. So if he wins, he if he wins the money from the betting group, it'll be $347,000, which is impressive. So that's just kind of the recap of the Super Bowl. I know some people may be disappointed. Other people may have enjoyed it. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Bucks. You guys are awesome. You won the Super Bowl. <coughs> My only complaint was a lot of the fouls were TikTok or TikTok. Tic-tac fouls, sorry, not TikTok. Um, and I just didn't agree with some of the fouls, but it is what it is. Now, back to other news, what's going on around the NBA. The first big story is J.J. Watt has been released from the Texans, which is crazy. J.J. Watt has been there for 10 years. <coughs> Who would have thunk he would not be there anymore? He requested a release. And they granted it to him, and here we are now. I wish him the best of luck, and I have no idea where he will end up, but I've got a good feeling that it'll probably be with the Steelers so he can join his brothers and play there. So that's just one of the big news that happened this weekend. or It actually happened today, not even this weekend. The other big story, like I said, talking about Seattle, Russell Wilson made a podcast appearance, I think it was the Dan Patrick show, where he was talking with Dan Patrick about his biggest complaints, whatnot, which is surprising because usually Russell has nothing but positive things to say about his teammate. <clears throat> he went to Dan Patrick and basically complained about his offensive lineman being horrible. He's been sacked 397 times in his first nine years. He's always top three in most sacked quarterbacks since he's joined the league, which <coughs> sorry, which was really interesting, and I feel bad for him. I kind of get it. He said he was tired of getting hit, and for whatever reason, people started speculating that that was him saying he wants out of Seattle. I highly doubt he wants out of Seattle. He's got a good thing with Seattle, and he also made a comment that he wants more say in the offense and whatnot, and I agree. He's our franchise player. He should be able to say and do what he wants. Now, that being said, <coughs> players get uh, calls for trades all the time. People started asking if Russell Wilson was up for trade and were offering things. We know Russell Wilson has a no-trade clause in his contract, which can be voided if he decides to. But if he were to be traded right now, he would cost the Seahawks $39 million in dead cap, which is not good. They're already struggling with the cap. 
having 27 free agents and a lot of big name free agents. So I think Russell needs to take a little bit of a pay cut. I know he deserves his money, but if he wants a better offensive lineman, they've got to spread the wealth. A good offensive lineman are not cheap. I think Seattle should also be on the phone with the Baltimore Ravens. Orlando Brown Jr. wants to play left tackle, and I think that would be a solid pickup on the line for the Seahawks. He's a great blocker. I think Russell would be happy with that. Like I said, I don't think Russell is going to go anywhere. I really hope not. I would be angry if he goes anywhere. He is literally our franchise player. Without him, we go from being 12-4 and to 4-12. and I guarantee it. He literally makes plays happen out of thin air. And though we struggle against NFC West teams, namely the Rams, they are always our Achilles heel no matter how bad they are or how good they are always our Achilles heel. I don't think he'll go anywhere. He really doesn't need to. I think Seattle will help him, and they hired an offensive coordinator that fits his skill ability. So we'll see. It's all toss-up in the air right now. I really hope that this drama really stops. The other big news that I think needs to happen too is Deshaun Watson needs out of the Texans as well. They are a dumpster fire of an organization. They should be disappointed with how they're running things. Just looking at on ESPN all the different things that have happened, it is seriously surprising how they still attract anyone because they are a dumpster fire, like I said. Well, that's all I got for today. But again, if you guys have any questions, any concerns, any thoughts, please email me at nobullsportsguy at gmail.com. I really want to start doing segments where people email me questions, concerns, any thoughts they have about the NFL season, and I hopefully will answer it the best way I can. I'm not saying I'm 100% knowledgeable, but I do know football really well. Also, you guys really need to give Soaring Sports a listen. They are an awesome podcast. They are my brother podcast. They focus on all the other sports that I don't really focus on. Eventually, I would like to branch out and maybe talk about other sports, but right now it's just football and then the occasional random hockey post or, like my last episode, basketball. That being said, I appreciate your guys' time and listening, and I hope you guys have a great week. This is Braden with No Bull Sports Guys. See ya.